Mm, maybe I should do some ASMR. Ah. <laughs> hey, queens. Wow. It's been some time. It's been some time. Hey, queens. Hey, queens. <laughs> hey, queens. Welcome to a new season of Crown Thoughts, the podcast. I'm your hostess, Latina, and what's up? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, you know, I will be quite frank and say, your girl been living, okay? I've been living, living a little bit more than I had anticipated because I went to go log into um, my recording Host that I use to up to upload episodes, and I was like, "Yo, season two ended back in October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time has really, really flown. Um, but nonetheless, here we are. We are in a new year. It is 2023. It's a new month. We're in the month of March." Actually, actually, I really love March because um, there are several things that are are happening that are in relation to who I am. Um, one being Women's History Month. Um, shout outs to all of the women, not just Black women. I know that this platform is specifically for women of color, but Women's History Month is something very, very special. Um, if you're not aware about why it's celebrated or what it stands for, um, Women's History Month is really uh, to celebrate the role of women in history and our contributions to society. Um, however, we know that we are still not in a equal world. I'm not even too sure what a world of equality would really look like now. I mean, life and people and things have really change and take shape over the years. Um, however, we know that the contributions of Black women continues to lack wide recognition. Understand that a Black woman created this platform. A Black woman created this platform. And it's really, really important to also understand that society would be very different and would look very, very different without the contributions from Black women. So happy Women's History Month. Um, if you're still following me on my Instagram page, that's at Crown Thoughts Podcast. I did um, post up something for Inter International Women's Day, which was about um, a week and a half or so ago from when this episode will release. Um, but that was on March 8th. Um, on that day, I love to kind of just throw out, comp compliment a queen. You know, sometimes it doesn't take a lot to show someone that you appreciate them. It doesn't take a lot to let someone know that they're loved, that they're seen, that they're valued. So um, to all of the women that are listening that have supported me, that have sent me uh, messages and just checked on me and poured into me. And even if you did nothing more but liked a post 
or listen to one episode, I see you. I stand with you. I appreciate you. Um, It is not easy to be a woman. It's not easy to be a woman. Simple. Okay. So before I really dive into um, the discussion for today, I just want to do some housekeeping, kind of get everyone updated about what has been going on with me um, and where things are going with Crown Thoughts, the podcast. Um, Again, if you're following me on on social media, in the last six months or so, I have really um, poured into the content creation part of social media, meaning um, there's been lots of reels, there's been lots of visual uh, plays and visual aspects of um, my healing journey that I've been able to share out to everyone. And those are in my, um, my yoga practices, I'm still out there wandering around in the woods, uh, doing some hiking. Uh, Meditation is a part of my life. (laughs) Um, I've been doing my best to kind of just stay in the zone and stay in the know of what's happening in the social media marketing world. But I will say it is not easy. I absolutely have the utmost respect for those who have been doing this long-term, whether you're a YouTuber, you're on TikTok, you're on Instagram, you're on Facebook, which I'm actually not on. And that's a whole nother story. At some point, maybe I will get a Facebook page. I don't know. Um, And on Twitter, whatever your social media outlets are, however you have putting in the effort to um, just make yourself known and put out your content, I see you because mm, it is not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. And I realized the most challenging part is just getting up there and showing your face. That is actually really hard. Um, but I've, I've found ways and techniques that work for me. Um, I know that I would still love to be able to really push myself out there more But again, this is a journey, a marathon. It's not a race. So I'm just staying in my own lane. Um, But I am continuing that expansion. Um, So with the expansion, yes, it is still within my plan to have a portion of Crown Thoughts on YouTube. How that will look is still pending. Not pending meaning, um, I don't know what I'm doing, but it's still pending on when will I launch that? How will I um, be able to introduce that part to the world? I realize I'm very particular about my work. I used to think that it means like I had issues with control and I was trying to be perfect, but honestly, no, that that's not it at all. I really take pride in what I'm doing. Um, I know that I'm in the business of not necessarily saving lives, but I'm in the business of inspiring lives. And so I want to make sure that the work that I'm putting out, it makes sense. It has meaning and purpose to it. And that it is truly going to motivate and inspire someone to be better. Yes, I do love to post just the post, you know, the cute outfits and um, 
a day in the life and stuff that I'm doing. And there will be portions of that too, but I still like to stick to a plan and a purpose. So everything that I do will have some kind of meaning and inspiration to it. And I realize that takes time and I'm okay with that. Um, so please <laughs> be patient with me. I feel like being patient with me has popped up several times in my notes for this one specific episode. And maybe I'm saying this to myself. I need to be a little bit more patient with myself. Um, so that kind of slides into some life updates. Um, since our last season, I have really been diving into my clinical work. Um, I'm so grateful that um, referrals and recommendations have been coming in. I thank you, thank you, thank you, because many of the times it's not just um, potential clients and those that I'm working with that find me through like psychology today um, or the, tradi the traditional referral process that is used in the clinical world, but also people are finding me through Crown Thoughts, um, whether it's through the podcast or they saw a post that I had put out. So I want to say thank you as well. Um, for listeners who have recommended me as a therapist to their friends and family, thank you. Thank you. I see you. I really appreciate you. And I just always want to make sure that I'm acknowledging my followers and my listeners because this, this platform would be nothing without you. Um, my children are doing great. <laughs> I have really had a chance to kind of just be a mom in the last couple of months and enjoy them. Um, we've been doing activities. We went to a wrestling match at WWE, um, bouncy houses, and we're ice skating, and we're growing, we're learning, we're experimenting with things. Um, I'm teaching them how to find their zen, and I'm just uh, really awakening my, my inner child through parenting, through motherhood. And that is really, it's, it's been transformational for me. And I'm so grateful that I have the time to be able to show up in my children's life the way that I want to. So for my boys, Supreme and Caleb, mommy loves you very, very much. Um, that is something else that I also want to be able to do more and share more of in this season. Um, my aspect as a mother, I don't share too much. And I realized that that is also a very big part of who I am. Um, so there will be more in in this season of what motherhood looks like for me, um, what it what it feels like to be a, a boy mom, to manage young men um, in 2023, black men, right? I am I am raising black kings, and I'm a single mother, so it is a part of my life that I really want to be able to be a little bit more transparent and open with. Um, my health has been good. I got the green light from my doctor. So we are just cruising through Crohn's, kicking Crohn's behind. I want to send a special shout out, love, energy, and light to those who are suffering from an autoimmune disease, who are suffering from a mental health illness, who are just suffering in silence. It is a real thing. And I see you, I respect you, and I understand. Woo! Yes. <laughs> um, what else? Ah, Crown Thoughts, the website. I 
had to do some shuffling around and change things around. However, um, there is a new uh, URL, IRL. I don't know what's the exact wording for that. Listen, I might have to take me a Skillshare class on certain parts of the World Wide Web that I realize I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, but the website is www.crownthoughts.life. Isn't that so dope? Not .com, not .org, dot, .net, but .life. Um, I really like that. One, it's unconventional, and I think I'm a very unconventional person. Um, but it's also very much connected to what Crown Thoughts is about. You know, we're here to connect and to bring life back to people. So again, the website is www.crownthoughts.life. Um, on the website, you have access to um, all of the season episodes, um, upcoming ones, as well as previous ones. Um, there is a page specifically that just gives you a little bit more background about who I am and what I do as a mental health clinician. There's a events page where you can stay in the know. I have many, many roles. I wear many, many hats. One of them being I'm a facilitator for a mentorship program. And we do a lot of community advocacy. We do a lot of uh, community work. And I want to be able to keep people in the know about what's happening and how you can support our girls. Um, shout out to YL Trapped. I absolutely love the mentoring program. It's based in Fairfield uh, County. We have two locations, one being in Norwalk, Connecticut. A new location has now opened up in the Bridgeport, Connecticut area. And simply put, it is a an after-school program for young girls um, between the ages of 12 and 18. And we're just teaching them what it means to be a queen. We're teaching them how to be successful. We're teaching them how to love themselves. We're teaching them um, how to navigate through some really, really tough life experiences that maybe uh, looks very different from what we we're going through as young girls. And so um, I'm so grateful to be a part of that program. Again, on the website, there will always be updates and ways that you can contribute to us, whether it's through donations um, or, you know, just sending out the word when we do have events. Um, there's another section of the website that I will be uh, really pouring into in the next couple of months, and that is going to be a blog. Uh, prior to me really stepping into the podcast world, I was just going to be an anonymous blogger. I feel like I've shared this prior to this episode, um, and I share that again because writing, journaling, and storytelling is one of my first loves as well, and I want to be able to transpose some of the episodes and expand on some of the things that I might be talking about on here because I am aware that not everyone is an auditory listener. What is an auditory listener? Simply listening, <laughs> listening to gain new knowledge. That is what you're doing when you listen to a podcast. But maybe um, you don't really have the attention span for that. And so you might be a visual learner. You might prefer, might prefer to read something. Um, and then that's also why I really want to expand Crown Thoughts to the YouTube world because visual spatial learning is intensifying in many, many ways. And people want to be able to see 
you and see what you're doing or be able to watch you and also listen to you. I also know that there's portions where captions can be put up in videos now. So I want to make sure that I'm staying um, in the know. And then I, I also want to make sure that I am providing the, the best care for my audience. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm just going through my notes. Um, what else is happening? Um, in the mental health world, um, I will be attending some events in the upcoming weeks that really, um, hone in on the importance of advocacy and resources of, um, you know, mental health within the black communities, 2023. And we are still educating, educating those who truly just don't trust mental health providers, mental health professionals, or really don't believe in going and talking to a therapist about your feelings. And I respect that. But I also know that there's a, there's a huge need and there's no shame in just talking to someone. So, um, before I dive any further into that, um, I want to say, you know, we're about to get into today's discussion. The topic for today is what's your villain story? I really wanted to kind of start off with a punch. <laughs> um, I was chatting with another podcaster. Um, shout outs to him. I'm not going to go too deep into that, but he will be a guest in this season. And um, I was just collaborating with him, you know, trying to bounce off of ideas and say, just what is the best way to kind of get back into something when you've taken a break? Because it wasn't as though like I taken a break because I was struggling or because, um, you know, I had lost interest. I kind of was just living. And I want to make sure that when I do step back into this, that you guys feel me, you understand where I'm coming from. And so um, shout outs to him. Um, the, I have an amazing lineup of guests that will be showing up this season. And I realized that every season of Crown Thoughts has kind of come with a theme and it hasn't been intentional. In our first season, right, fast forward, or no, 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 not fast forward, go backwards. <laughs> that was uh, May of 2020. We were right in the beginning in the smack of COVID and a lot of things that were happening um, regarding uh, social justice and really the the the, the murders and the slaying of Black men that was happening publicly for all of us to see. And I was on fire back then. I was really trying to educate you guys on, you know, why us as Black people were still not being treated fairly. Um, so a lot of the first season was about advocacy and, and making a mark and being proud of who you are. Second season, life was lifing. You know, I was going through um, just trying to figure out what was wrong with me and my health and how it was deeply impacting my ability to show up for myself, for my friends and family. Um, you know, you guys know I had taken a leave of absence from my job. And, and as difficult and as stressful as that became, um, I was blessed in so many ways that I didn't realize was going to happen for me. So uh, season two was a lot about um, 
growth, healing, mental health, um, talking about my traumas, uh, uncovering some of those shadow phases of who we are. And I feel like season three is also going to be a bit of that as well, but we about to get deep. We're going to get raw as always. I'm unapologetic in what I say. Um, So we're starting out with a villain story. What is your villain story? Do you know what a villain story is? We all have a villain in our lives. We know that the the word narcissist and narcissism is just thrown around a little bit too often now. Not saying that narcissist and narcissism is not a real thing. It is a true diagnosis. However, we can't just throw that out without really knowing and understanding what it is. And I want to hit you with something. We all have a little bit of narcissism. We all have a little bit of narcissism in them, in us. We all can be a little cynical at times. And so that's where the what's your villain story comes from. So if you haven't already, grab your notebook because we're going to be taking some notes. Um, You know, have a snack if you need to get you something to drink, whether it's wine or water. I ain't judging you, queen. Uh, And yeah, let's get into today's discussion. In my villain story, pessimism is the main character. I want you guys to realize that pessimism is never a friend. It is always a foe. It rarely serves you well. Um, Assuming a negative mindset or a negative attitude, it really only hurts you in the the short term and in the long term. So like deliberately fixating on our negative thoughts and feelings kind of it starts to take over our minds and it's it's incredibly damaging to the brain um every thought that we have changes the structures of our brains so if we're constantly having negative thoughts we build these thoughts into our brain which affects our future thoughts words and behaviors essentially that is the groundwork for cbt cognitive behavioral therapy Um, In my practice, I like to use CB techniques to help my clients see how some of our thinking patterns are truly are what are driving our behaviors and are driving the way that we feel. Yes, there are other things that might contribute to that, um, but essentially it's realizing that you only have control of certain things And, and those things that are around you may not always be in your control. But how you respond to it, how you react to it, how you process those things, and how you feel about yourself, we do have control of that. So here I am, back in high school. Let's say I'm 15-year-old Tina. And I'm specifically saying Tina because back in the day, I was just Tina or Tina from the Hill. Not everybody knew me as Latina, Latina Brame, Latina D Brame the LMSW, (laughs) you know, back then I was just Tina from the Hill and I used to have such a poor attitude. I didn't want anybody talking to me. I didn't want to be bothered. Um, I always had like a sour face or resting bitch face. Um, I was very challenging both in school. I was very rebellious in church. Um, I was just a hot toddy you know, and I was so justified in my feelings because at that age, I 
still had not done the true work to understand where the root of those things were and why I was behaving the way that I was or why I was feeling the way that I was. Um, Fast forward now as an adult, I understand that a lot of those earlier negative thought patterns really contributes to those bouts of anxiety and panic and even depression that I experienced. Um, Not only that, but it started wreaking havoc on my overall overall well-being. So go backwards, 15-year-old Tina. Um, Me being such a negative thinker and, and, and being such a pessimist, there were times that I was given opportunities to try new things, to explore, to um, travel, or to try a new job, or to hang out with different friends. And because I just didn't see myself and I didn't think that there would be more for me, I stayed in a certain space. I was the mean girl. I um, would skip class. I always had an attitude. I would kind of talk back to um, my parents or people in authority. Sometimes I would get into a fight. And I, I, you know, it wasn't a good luck for me. Um, Now as an adult, I understand that I was really broken as a a child growing up. I um, had a lot of things that happened to me in my early childhood that was not, right? It was not my fault. It was not in my control. I can understand that. That would be a villain. That would be a different type of villain. And I realized that there are three three different types of villains. Um, and I know I'm kind of going all over the place. But I say that to say that I never really challenged myself. I never really challenged the thoughts that were coming up. So instead, I would just say whatever was on my mind. I didn't think before I spoke. I'm sure my words have really cut through and hurt some people because I was so hurt and broken. I didn't reflect on my gratitude. Yes, I went to church. I praised God. I sang the hymns. Uh, You know, I knew the Bible scriptures but I really wasn't focused on the things that I was grateful for because I was still so stuck in, well, why do I have to do this? And why do I have to live this way? And why don't we have this? You know, I wasn't inclined to go deeper, to really see like, wow, I'm so grateful to have this. I have a mom who's committed to doing better for me. I have family and friends who really want to see the best for me. I I didn't see that at that time. Um, and because of these things, I've sabotaged relationships. I've made poor choices in my friendships. Um, I have talked about people behind their backs. I have, um, cheated on tests. I've cheated on people. I, you know, I'm being, and I'm, these sound like minor, small things, but I realize, especially now in this cancel culture or, you know, wanting to bring up receipts and things, I want to be aware of how I showed up and how I could be very rebellious and how I was very cynical in my thinking. And yes, in a lot of ways, it, it pushed me and it gave me the drive to achieve and be, um, successful in my work. But we also know that when I graduated from grad school, I had a major 
um, anxiety attack, a major nervous breakdown, because I had put in all that work thinking that if I just do really well in school and get to the career that I want to be, then I'll be good. I'll be happy. And that was not true. In fact, I was absolutely miserable. (laughs) I was so unhappy. I couldn't see the good things that were happening around me. I kept sweeping a lot of things under the rug and pretending that everything was great. And I didn't realize that my mindset was toxic. My mindset started seeping into other aspects of my life. And I started running into the same problems with people. And then still not taking credit for my part and what I was also contributing to those experiences. So I had mentioned that there are three different types of villains, and I I do want to describe them because I think we all should know before we kind of reflect on ourselves and say, well, you know, what type of villain was I or what's my villain story? Know that there are three different types. The first one is the evil villain. We all know an evil villain. Evil villains are driven by hatred, greed, anger, um, or some kind of cruel desire, right? They they stand alone, right? They work by themselves and they set up a problem in the story because it brings out some kind of satisfying conclusion for them. Um, a great example of a villain would be Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty, right? She essentially wanted to um she wanted to dis- not, I don't want to say destroy Sleeping Beauty, um, but I think Maleficent believed that in order for her to grow and get to where she wanted to be, that she needed to destroy Sleeping Beauty. Same with like Voldemort, right? Um, Voldemort and Harry Potter, his whole life work in all of the Harry Potter series is to kind of eliminate Harry Potter so that he can be this evil ruler and to eliminate all of the muggles. I used to be an advocate, a Harry Potter reader back in the day. Um, Okay. The second villain is the flawed villain. And I feel like that is where I am, or that is who I was. Um, These villains are never intended to be evil or mean. They're not driven by greed or anger, but by some kind of character flaw, whether it's fear selfishness, pessimism, arrogance, delusion. Um, However, the flawed villain is not like an evil villain because they do kind of display some sort of humanity. Um, I'm trying to think what would be the best example of a flawed villain. Well, I'll say myself, right? I wasn't always mean to people. I, I actually would kind of stand up for things that I knew were injustice. But at the same time, I was not making the best of choices, especially in my teenage years. Um, I really, like a lot of my uh, villainist ways were seen in my teenage years. Hence why I really love to be a mentor and be a facilitator for mentorship programs because our girls, they're not bad. Our children, our teens, yes, they can be a bit difficult. They are a little bit of their own villain in a way because, right, they haven't, they don't have the knowledge and the tools yet to grow and to truly understand themselves. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say um, that is the flawed villain. The last one is the impetus, um, and so 
an impetus villain doesn't really show up until a flawed villain or an evil villain has kind of set the stage. Um, and, and essentially, the impetus villain kind of drives the story to its final conclusion. The impetus villain can also act on the behalf of an evil villain until the villain has regained its power. So again, going back to like the Voldemort, um, the Voldemort uh, reference in one of the books, Voldemort is super, super weak and he's not able to show face. His spirit is too weak. I don't know if you guys have read the book, but in order for him to kind of grow, he needs um, unicorn blood. So he finds another character to do all his dirty work. Essentially, that is what an impetus is. Um, another example of that would be like uh, Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. He also fits being a flawed villain because I, I do believe that he was a little bit insecure. Um, but Gaston, you know, he had a little sidekick. And I feel like his sidekick kind of did more of his dirty work and then kind of, you know, also feeds the ego of who Gaston is. Um, so if you can, you know, go back and, and listen again so you can see the different examples of the villains and see which one applies to you. Be honest with yourself. It's okay, right? We're in the process of growing and learning. Um, and I do believe that every hero, I mean, I'm sorry, I do believe that ev every villain can change its ways if it's, if it's knowing of itself. Um, so those are the three different types of villains. Um, which one do you think you fall into? So what's your villain story? So funny. Um, I was online and I found a quiz that uh, essentially it asks you a series of questions to kind of see like where your villain story is coming from. Um, one of the questions asked me, like, what is one of my favorite villains in a fiction story? And I did choose Cruella um, only because I know that a lot of the Disney baddies, that's what I like to call them, they have their own background story that's connected to some kind of trauma. Um, and so I realized at the end of the quiz, it gives you results. <laughs> And I'm going to read you mine. And I was like, I can never, I can never run away from my origin story. <laughs> but my result says that uh, childhood trauma, which is interesting, something awful. And I'm going to read you my results right now. It says something awful happened in your younger years that still affects you to this day. Mm, telling all my business. It has shaped your day-to-day -day decisions and the relationships you chose to have. This is very true. Your reluctance to open up about, about it to anybody, and you're quite closed off about the details. Instead, you channel the residual emotions towards wreaking havoc. It's your way of feeling like you're in control of your life. And I am just like, mm, I'm, I'm covering my face. I know you guys can't see me, but like, dang, put me out there if you want to. <laughs> Yes, yes. I still have some things that I'm trying to work through. 
from my childhood. I think we all have some some uh, complex childhoods. And that's that's one thing that I've realized by just talking to people, not just in the clinical world, but just talking to people in general. We all have a villain story. If you look at the defini- definition of the word, a villain is the antagonist of your story whose motivations and actions opposes the protagonist. If you remember from back in the day in school, your protagonist is the main character. Um, so essentially, all of the things that you do, your motivations and your actions are specifically to go against the main character, but it also drives the plot of your story. And I had to take a step back because it's like, yes, we are all both equal parts of good and bad. Um, So of course, we all have somewhat of a villain in us. And that villain story does drive the plot of our life. Um, If anyone thought that I was a perfect human, squeaky clean. I don't do, I don't do anything wrong. I always make the best choices. I'm an amazing communicator. I know how to express myself and I have great self-control and I don't make wrong choices. Mm, That's not true. That's not true. Um, well, I like to say I am more aware of my vices. I'm more aware of the things that I do and how it impacts me and the people around me. Yes. I have taken the time and I'm still continuing to take the time to understand my shadow self, my flaws, my trauma, my villain story. Um, I am a recovering pessimist, afraid to say it, but it's true. I had tweeted that uh, a couple of days ago that, you know, I was just reflecting on who I am and what I've been going through. And I had said like, Part of unlearning my negative thinking was reminding myself that I held all the power, that I had the power to choose happiness over toxicity, that I have the power to remove anything from my life that did not serve me, and most importantly, that I have the power to keep moving forward. But I also had to understand that I play a major role in the toxicity in my life that I play a major role in whether things remain in my life versus removing them. And if I, if I have the power to move forward with being a pessimist, I really could not see always the good that was happening around me. I would always just kind of hone my attention and my energy to the things that were not working out. And it came off as complaining. It came off as being a negative Nancy. Not that I wanted to, not that I was doing it on purpose, but like my villain quiz says, something really awful happened and it has shaped my day-to-day decisions. Meaning I was living a life very fearful. I kind of expected the bad to happen to me because I had already been given some bad cards, you know? My deck of cards, I didn't, how many cards are in a deck? 52? I hope it's 52. I think it's 52. Um, someone send me an, send, someone send me a message, email me or DM, DM me and let me know how many cards are in a deck. <laughs> but either way, there were some cards missing in my deck from day one. And so I always felt like certain things just wouldn't work out for me. I used to believe and feel that my life had no purpose. I used to believe that I always got 
the shorthand of the stick. And that is how I saw my worth. And that is essentially how my experiences with people, places, and things would show up in my life. I really do believe that everything happens for a reason and that energy um, is what connects us. And because I was living in in low energy, low vibrational energy, right? If we want to stick to the hip, trendy words that we're using now, um, my low vibrational energy was truly affecting and impacting my relationships, my productivity, and just how I saw myself. So here's my villain story. Um, and excuse me, cause I am going to my notes. I was definitely between somewhere of losing my mind and finding my soul. Be patient with me. Um, I have a warrior like energy when it comes to who I want it to be in the world. And with that fear was often holding me back. I was always ready to fight always ready for battle. I always saw someone as um, working against me, not working for me. And so I kind of got into a space where I just wanted to do everything on my own. I didn't want any help from anyone. I didn't want to share with people how I was truly feeling. And I became very prideful in my mess. Um, We know that pride gets you nowhere. Pride gets you absolutely nowhere. So here I am juggling multiple roles and doing all these hats and they were exhilarating and fun. But at the same time, it was exhausting as hell. And the little mundane parts of my life, meaning like getting up, washing your face, getting up, making coffee, um, sitting and truly enjoying a TV show or um, being able to put down your work so that I can be present at the dinner table with my kids. All of that kind of started like slowly uh, falling through my fingers, almost like quicksand. You know, we can't really hold sand in our hand. It, it, it doesn't have true substance. Um, in order to, in order for sand to stick, if you think about it, like when you go to a beach and you want to make a sand castle, you need water. You got to, you know, you got to work it. You got to mold it together. I was just trying to build sand castles with nothing. And it was just, it continuously washed away. Um, things were being washed away by my own tears. <laughs> things were being washed away by my own, um, the way I was uh, reacting to things. Um, so here, here's an example of my villain's story. It's important to understand that your villain story is strong enough to challenge your protagonist, right? Your villain story is strong enough to challenge your main character, who you want to be, who you're growing to be, who you are elevating into. And a lot of the, a lot of the times our villain is sometimes stronger than our hero, right? Or stronger than our protagonist. And so um, it seems like the villain is going to outmatch the hero. At times it feels like my negative thinking patterns is going to outmatch who I'm growing to be. I truly am hoping to grow into being a humanitarian, someone who inspires, who motivates, and encourages others. 
But I also have to own the parts of me that can really uh, hinder my growth and can hinder uh, my true calling. Um, So you have to really take a step back and be honest about who you are. What have you done? How can you take accountability for that? Um, Are you aware of how your actions may be hurting others or even yourself? When you come in to uh, work with a therapist, understand that our role is not to just sit and agree with you and to stroke your ego and make you feel good. Yes, there are going to be times where you are very hurt and you need that support and and you need the guidance. And that is what we're here for, to guide you through those, those stressful and overbearing, overwhelming feelings. But there are also going to be moments when a good therapist is going to challenge you to make you look at your manipula- manipulation, to make you look at the times when you have been deceitful. Maybe you're jealous. Maybe you've been ruthless. Maybe you um, have a bad addiction. Maybe you have stolen from someone. You know, again, we all have a little bit of narcissism and cynical and cynicalism in ourselves. I'm throwing out some hard words, ladies, and and kings, queens and kings. Throwing out some hard words that I am just like kind of stumbling over today. (laughs) Um, So, you know, how can we take, how can we take accountability for maybe some of the parts that we're not too proud of? Because they are a part of us. They don't really necessarily go away. I would love to believe that one day I'm going to wake up and all of my negative thinking patterns and my um, inability to sometimes see the good in things and even my inability to just enjoy what I have, because I want you guys to understand pessimism is not just sitting here like, oh, that's stupid. That's ugly. I hate that. No. Sometimes pessimism also looks like um, just trying to rush on to the next task rather than really sitting back and saying, wow, I'm so grateful to have this, or wow, I really did do good on that. So be aware of who you are in your villain story and how it could still be hindering who you want to become. Before you have jealous eyes of what others are doing, before you badmouth someone or, uh, you know, spread rumors or make poor choices, think about how that might be truly uh, showing you the parts of you that are still flawed. I had read somewhere, it says, um, our external conflict signifies the internal conflict that we're experiencing. Our external conflict, the, all the BS that happens around us, the drama, the why can't I make my bills, best believe I will be doing an episode about money and our moods because they are linked. Um, why do I keep eating the things that I do? Why do I keep running back to this nigga knowing that he ain't good? Oh, I did not mean to see the N-word, but you know what? This is my platform. <laughs> Cancel me if you want to, Um, you know, be aware of the poor choices. Who are you when you're really by yourself? 
What are you doing? Are you talking bad about yourself? Are you not um, feeding your yourself things that are nutritional? Are you sleeping with low vibrational people? Are you cheating? Are you stealing? Are you lying? These are little things, right? We all do them. They're, they're, they seem harmless in a lot of ways, but if it becomes a repetitive behavior, then that's something that you want to work on. My negative thought patterns were not serving me. They were souring my relationships because I just became so negative. I couldn't, I couldn't ever really give myself credit. Wasn't that I was talking about other people. A lot of times I was just like complaining about myself or feeling like, oh, I should be doing more. Oh, why didn't I do this yet? And I would have friends and family that would be like, yo, why are you so hard on yourself? And I would, I would jump down their throat. Like, I'm not being hard on myself. This is who I am. This is how I work. This is how I push myself. And this is my drive. No. What the really was happening was that was my fear showing up. That was the little girl that has been hurt from the past. She kept showing up in some ways, feeling like, um, you know, she just never had a chance. And by being pessimistic, I was some somehow feeling like I had control of my life because I, I was already um, accepting outcomes before they had even happened. We got to be honest with ourselves. If we haven't learned much in the last three years, right? Because we are, March 2023 marks the third year anniversary of COVID. Um, And I do believe, and I have been saying this for some time now, COVID came for a reason. Yes, it was a virus. And yes, we have lost many people. And it has changed the direction of our lives in so many ways. But I do believe that it came with a meaning. In quarantine, I had to sit with my negative ass and be honest. Like, girl, you're going to be here alone. You're going to have no friends. You ain't going to have no man. (laughs) You know, it's just going to be you, your work, and your dog. And I didn't want that. I don't want that. So um, some of the ways that I have been able to take accountability and to work through my patterns was through journaling, through self-reflection, meditation, yoga has really calmed my inner Hulk. Um, By the way, the Hulk is not a villain. He is a hero. He just has a little bit of uh, dysregulation. He has to learn how to manage his emotions. Um, But get honest with yourself. Life is going to continue to go. Life is going to continue to um, happen. Time is not slowing down for any of us. And if you continue to be a villain in your story, you're no longer going to see the true uh, beauty and purpose of your life. I hope that this first episode has really resonated with someone Again, I am so glad to be back on the microphone. Uh, It's been some time, but I really needed the break to just entertain some other aspects of my life that I was really putting to the side to just do work and to to put out content. 
um, I had to take a step back from that and just live and be grateful for what I have. Things are going to happen the way that it's supposed to. We just have to trust the process. We have to trust in divine timing. We have to trust that there is meaning and purpose over our lives. Every memory, every event, every experience truly happens for some kind of reason. And we may not always have the answers in the time that we would like it to be. But we do have control in how we show up. We do have control in how we respond. And we absolutely have control in how we see ourselves. I'm so glad to be back. Um, This season is going to be absolutely amazing. I'm so, so excited. Please, if you have not already, hit me up. Follow me on social media. Shoot me a message. I'm always open to hearing someone's thoughts. I'm always open to getting ideas. Um, I'm always looking for guests. So if you are interested in being a guest, you can, uh, again, find me on Instagram. That's at crown thoughts podcast. You can go to my website, www.crownthoughts.life. There's an option for you to send me a message and also to be a part of my, uh, email list. Uh, there will be soon subscriptions that are coming out for those who sign up for the email list so that you can stay in the know. You might get a little bit of like a newsletter, some information on mental health, and also um, just resources that are within the Fairfield County uh, region because that is where I am based out of. Follow me on Twitter at crownthoughts underscore and your girl has a TikTok. Oh, I feel I feel so old because I'm like, I don't know how to use all these platforms, but I'm learning. <laughs> um, my TikTok is at Crown Thoughts Pod. Uh, each platform ha- is a different version of itself. So either you'll get a little bit of yoga, you'll get a little bit of lifestyle. There's absolutely things on there about mental health and mental wellness um, and just how to upgrade your well-being. But please connect with me. Let's stay in touch Queens, I am so happy to be back. Your girl is well-rested. Your girl is motivated. And I'm coming hard this season. Um, I know in the previous seasons, I've been a little bit more relaxed and zen. And let's ah, let's breathe and let's get in tune with our feelings. Y'all had enough time. I'm going to be hitting you hard. We are growing this year. We are uh, getting honest with ourselves this year. And we are not coming off our pedestal for nobody because we are queens and kings. My words are getting short. My thoughts are running all over the place. So I think this is where I will end here for the first episode. As always, queens recognize queens. Kings, I also see you guys too because I've been checking my analytics and there are kings listening and there are non-binary that are listening. So my they's and them's, I see y'all. I'm sending out so much love and light to everyone. Happy Women's History Month. Oh my goodness. It's also Social Work Month. Shout out to all my social workers. Shout out to all my social workers. Thank you for your work. Thank you for your work. There is no work without being social. So I see you guys. Thank you so much. Season three is about to really pop off. (laughs) Okay, as always. Queens recognize queens. 
so glad to be here chatting with you. Until next time, stay healed.